The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When Judas had left them, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and God will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. I give you a new commandment, love one another. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. This is how all of you will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. I remember it pretty clearly. I was in high school, seems like 80 years ago, but about half that amount of time. And I remember, maybe it was when I was working at Dillon's or maybe it was in school or something, but I remember someone speaking derogatory about John Paul II and Mother Teresa. And I was shocked. I thought, wow, how could anyone have any problem with Mother Teresa or John Paul II? I just presume that if you're striving to be holy, people would respect you even if they disagreed with you. But that's not true, is it? I was rather naive. Jesus promised us peace, but not the peace as the world gives it. In fact, our Lord Jesus promised us persecution. In Matthew chapter 10, he said, Do not think that I've come here to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's enemies will be found in his own household. And then last week, uh, we heard about the persecution in the early church in the first two readings. And we hear the conclusion today from the book of Revelation But last week we heard from John chapter 21, a wonderful chapter. Remember that dialogue between our Lord Jesus and St. Peter. And Jesus said to Peter, Amen, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. St. John went on to record that Jesus said this by signifying what kind of death Peter would glorify God. And when Jesus had said this, he said to Peter, follow me, follow me. That's what we're trying to do, isn't it? We're trying to follow our Lord Jesus, trying to follow Peter. And we will do so in the midst of persecution. Here in our life, Here in Andover, in the Diocese of Wichita, persecution comes in more subtle ways, perhaps in not being accepted, being misunderstood or put down, made fun of, excluded. That's all persecution nonetheless. Why? Because we as Catholics, we as Christians, we as followers of Jesus Christ, we believe that life is sacred, born and unborn, rich or poor, free or in prison. We believe that all life is sacred. And because of this belief, we will be persecuted. We as Catholics, 
We as Christians, we as followers of Jesus Christ, we believe that we should love our neighbor, but also our enemy. Therefore, we pray for our persecutors. We pray for the aggressor as well as praying for the victim. This is not easy to do, nor is it popular. And we will be persecuted for this belief and for this practice. We as Catholics, we as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, we believe that certain behaviors are moral and certain behaviors are not a part of God's plan. They're immoral. Behaviors dealing with marriage, immigrants, treatment of prisoners, many other things. And because of our beliefs and practices, we will be misunderstood, we will be persecuted. So what's our response? Compassion. Compassion is needed in all circumstances. Many times the compassionate action is to stand firm in what we believe and to be able to clearly articulate why we believe it. Compassion is not acquiescing. It's not compromising. In many parts of the world, it's shocking to know that Christians are literally laying down their lives, being beheaded, being burned alive. When I was in high school, I never would have thought that that would be continuing or even existing. I thought martyrs were of the first century, not the 21st century. But what a glorious time for us to be Christian, a time to bring God's truth and also his mercy into the world, a time when so many people, good people, are simply confused and yearning for the truth and for peace. But as St. John Paul II wrote, opting for peace does not mean a passive acquiescence to evil or a compromise of principle. It demands an active struggle against hatred, oppression, and disunity, but not by using methods of violence. He goes on to say, building peace requires creative and courageous action. Creative and courageous actions. Today we pray, especially for our young people, that we will be instruments of creative and courageous actions, instruments of God's truth, instruments of his love, instruments of his mercy, even in the midst of misunderstanding and persecution.